Well, hello there, you cheeky, cheeky humans. How you doing? It's been a solid while, so uh, thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, just be aware that this is literally me sitting on the floor in my office. Um, no pants, of course, because who needs pants? <laughs> and I ramble to my iPhone, and that's it. And I just had right now sitting there working on my bullet journal, just about to have dinner, I just had this thought that I'd like to connect with you guys again, because this is actually my favorite way of connecting with you all, because it's the most authentic, raw, completely unscripted, no direction, literally just me, pretty much unfiltered, all the stumbles, all all the weirdness in it all, all of it, and it makes me really happy, so I hope you're doing well. I do have some news. I have more or less been thinking about doing, creating a podcast, like a professional podcast. Don't freak out. (laughs) Professional podcast for a while now. And I know, I actually can't believe how many people have reached out to me over this podcast and said that it's their absolute favorite podcast ever, which just blows me away because I really did not put much thought or effort into any of it. So to hear that really blows me away. And the amount of people that said, please don't make it more professional, just keep it like this. And I really like it like this as well. Um, I think this channel itself will stay the way it is and I will never upgrade it or make it different. So this, wherever you're listening to it right now, is going to stay as it is, which is cool because every now and again, I can tune in and just be like, hey, voice noting, <laughs> which I like. But the reason I want to start a podca- podcast podcast is... And I really hope I follow through. I've got the microphones. I've got the branding happening right now. I've got, uh, we're getting a video editor ready, lined up, someone to edit the video and audio for it. So I feel like it's really close. I have all the guests that I want to reach out to. I don't want to do that until I have the branding and I can show them that it's actually happening. I really hope I follow through. I hope it's just not an idea because it's been an idea for so long and I just want it to happen. But I want it so I can connect with cool people I have so many people that I want to speak to and obviously I can't really invite anyone on a podcast like this <laughs> do you want to come to my bit uh, my office and then we can sit on the floor without pants and we can just speak into a voice note <laughs> do you see how that might not work very well so it's uh it's gonna you guys are like my closest friends here on this uh podcast so I'll tell you what the name is it's really cool It's uh, the Free Human Podcast. I love it. It's so good. I already bought the URL so you can't steal it from me. (laughs) It's so awesome. I've got the Instagram for that. Um, Yeah, it's all coming along. I have so many different people I want to speak to about being free. Not just like in a digital nomad kind of way, but literally free. Uh, Let's say my first photography teacher, she helps to free people from the self-esteem issues that they have because once they see themselves with a really nice lighting and posing and uh, costumes and makeup and uh, professional setup of everything, a little bit of basic retouching, people feel free to be themselves, to honor themselves, to love themselves. There's another girl that I just stumbled across on YouTube not long ago and she recently got out of 
what she calls the woke cult. And I find that so interesting because I think there's a lot of people quite sad these days about everything that's going on. And, you know, I'm talking more if you're on the left, like extreme left. I know that's a very big generalization. I don't consider myself to be anywhere. I consider myself to be very fluid between actually both sides. Um, But I find that, you know, the extreme left seem to be torturing themselves with wanting to change stuff, but not being able to change certain things and getting really revved up over issues that they can't actually seem to control. And it, what it does in the end is it tortures themselves and their mind and they wake up really sad and all the time and they can't really function properly. And so this chick, she's freaking rad. She's a skateboarder. She's a young black woman from America. And she talks about escaping the work cult and how she doesn't allow you know, everything that she comes across no more to be an expression of racism toward, towards her, which she did for a long time. And so she's freed herself. And I'm fascinated by that idea as well, because how damn cool that you came to a point where you became so in control of your own mind. Yes, there are things to change in the world, obviously, and make adjustments, but she freed herself And now she can come at issues from a very balanced perspective and not reacting and not thinking that the world is out to get her, but instead she is in control. She's a sovereign human. The full freedom she has is from within. And I find that one of the most beautiful things that you can have. If you have freedom within or freedom of your mind, you are on a winning streak in a world that wants you to constantly be worried. That's one thing I'm learning a lot right now is like reaction to things. And I do think this is this is something that comes with age, but I caught myself, was it yesterday? Just thinking that I always feel like something needs to be fixed. The world is burning. I need to do something. And I always felt like it was playing catch up. So I didn't realize this. It was very subconscious. I always felt like something needed to be done. Something was always broken. I couldn't really be fully satisfied because something is broken. And so I was chasing this reality where that wasn't a thing. And and I couldn't settle until I made those changes. But then I had this slap on the face, just realizing, wait, this ain't going to go away. Because people in the 60s, in in during the 60s, they lived through a time where, you know, global warming was an existential tre- threat and they were going to die in the next few years. And so... Imagine being living through the 60s, having felt so strongly that the world was about to collapse and then it's 2020 and people are still saying it. Yes, it's on a more intense scale now, I presume. I don't know. I never lived through the 60s. I'm not that old. I'm kind. <laughs> not that um, wise, not old. I don't like that word because people abuse it in a negative way. Um, calling people that are in their 30s old. Oh my God, if I could slap you. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, oh anyway that's a side side note but yeah I thought of these people living through such a time like the 60s and being so affected by that not knowing how they're going to save the world and you know it's too late and how they're going to have children because the world is falling apart and I obviously have similar (laughs) feelings at times because the world just seems to be going through a bit of a shithole right now which is great because Chaos um, is often required to break down things in order to make space for new order, but I'm hoping it's really nice order, not the new world order, which is fucking crazy. 
I'm not interested in that. Mm, that's not a conspiracy theory, by, by the way. If someone doesn't yet know that there's, they're openly talking about that, to implement that, that's like Davos, the World Economic Forum, is actually talking about that. So it's definitely not a conspiracy theory that you can just look that up. Um, so that's a bit nerve-wracking. Uh, but yeah, I just figured I can't actually react to things and I can't be in this perpetual state of thinking that I need to do something in order to fix something because if I don't, like something was always wrong in the subconscious. And I was like, wait, I'm just hurting myself here. I didn't know it was there. I didn't realize. But at any moment, at any single moment, I could not be satisfied because this underlying thought was there of, but wait, there's always something else to change and do and the world isn't, you know, great. But is it ever going to be? Like in a legit sense, is it going to be? There's always going to be corruption. There's always going to be violence. There's always going to be hatred. There's always going to be anger. Until people really take a really long, hard look at their own traumas and heal that. Because I think a lot of fighting comes from us not taking care of our internal state. And because I think, I mean, you don't act out violence if you're a pretty healed person unless there's another person that's coming to attack you for example or hurt your family then you're going to probably hit them or punch them or even worse if if they're really threatening someone that you love so you would act back but that person wouldn't react in violence in the first place if they didn't have their own problems so I don't know if my lifetime we're going to see a a disappearance of uh like this heaviness. And I, I, I'm not sure if that will ever go away because I often remember thinking, you know, people want world peace and, you know, that, what do you want for the world? World peace. <laughs> From Miss Universe. But then you think about it in your own mind. Do you have peace, only peace in your own mind? No, most likely. So how can you expect the world to have world peace? <laughs> or even your, your family? Is there just peace in your family? Probably not. How can you expect the world to have world peace? (laughs) So I feel like it's always going to be there. I think there is a tighter grip right now that I don't agree with on putting extra fear into the world and extra control. But I, myself, I'm starting to, the way I'm dealing with it, last year I wasn't dealing with it. But this year, I'm more dealing with, with it in a way of, like I'm just over it with this flexing of power and tyranny. It's there, it's, it's pretty disgusting to be fair. But it's like as if they lost their ability to control me because I was giving all that energy to them being so worried about everything and all, everything that's going on. And there's still that, but it's not like it's gripping me by the throat and directing everything that I do around that. Yes, it's still heavy because I am questioning whether I'll be able to travel and see my family again. So there are those questions that I have. I have family scattered all over the world. Who the hell knows what's going on with the world? It's such a big question in my mind. But I'm reaching the point now where I'm like, I can't be bothered. Like you just are losing me with this game of yours. You're not being transparent. You're not being honest. You keep making different rules for yourself and for other people. You're really actually losing me. And now I'm starting to see this internal shift of just being like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> now I'm not talking about people obviously dying from things. You know, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, and if you didn't assume that that's what I was talking about, please 
give people the benefit of the doubt that they are good people <laughs> and not just assume that they're the worst people from the get-go. Um, I'm talking about the powers that be, darling, the ones that I don't want them to have extra control because <sighs> they just don't deserve it. They really don't deserve it. That's it. So, yeah, but that's the thing. I'm just losing interest in playing their game. And, and I am going to go traveling now soon because I can't be fucking bothered just sitting around moping and giving away my precious time thinking that, you know, I'm a good person. I'll stay in one place. And I'm like, wait, what? It's not illegal for me to go nowhere. It's not illegal for me to do certain things. I can still live my life. But I mean, even my friend, she, where did she go? She went to the UK just the other day from Iceland and in her, her mind, I mean, bear in mind, this woman, she's been to Afghanistan. She's been shot at. So she's got a high tolerance for danger. <laughs> but she was reading the books, uh, the news, and, you know, all this, like, it's really dangerous. Don't travel if you can't travel. Blah, blah, blah. All of this really intense information on the government websites, like, these are the f- forms you have to fill out and these are the tests you have to have. She arrives in the UK and everything's just so messy. No one there to really check any tests. Uh, everybody's at the airport with like their long nails ready to go to a holiday in Dubai, even though they say you're not allowed to travel too for unnecessary travel. Uh, but these people are still going because it's just like this, every, the fear that we're reading is more so just online in everyday life. She was, you know, walking around in, in the UK and people were like this protest. Yes. But everything was more or less normal basically. So we see this fear mongering everywhere and I bought into, into it as well. But the more I hear stories from people, like apparently in the, in the USA, everything's more or less the same. Like there are a few restrictions, of course, Iceland, there's a few restrictions again, coming back in, but it's more or less like, nah. so before everything around this world topic idea was so big it was like this elephant in the room that I was really just staring at and that could focus on nothing else and now it's like this tiny little mouse and I'm like oh cool whatever and it's not that I'm becoming used to the world situation I just can't be bothered giving up so much of my power my thought process my mind to this issue I just legitimately can't be bothered and it's like even engaging on conversations where of like, you should do this and you should stay fucking do this, this, this. Don't do this. These people are horrible if they don't do this, X, Y, Z. And it's like, I just can't be bothered. You, if you want to exert your energy on fighting against another human being and adding extra division, because obviously division works wonders for humanity, darling. Then you go right ahead. But that's not my, I'm not interested. I got other things to do. Like, this is my lifetime. I'm going to die one day. And it could be any fucking day. That's the thing. It could be any day. So am I going to spend my energy fighting people that have their own ideas about the world? Or am I just going to live my life with a new, new things to consider in my reality, but not let it occupy my brain and mind and thought process? Uh, That sounds like a better idea. Otherwise, I'll spend the next year moping around in Iceland doing, again, not much because I've really spent my time doing not much from worldwide traveling like a crazy person to sitting on my bum, not being able to do like, ugh, just, I just, I just deflated like this balloon just went, boo, 
And speaking to my dad, he's in Cyprus, he's by himself, there's lots of restrictions, he's sitting at home, 45 degrees in, 45 to 50 degrees outside, his hair, his air conditioning doesn't seem to be doing much, my dad's a little bit overweight as well, um, so he's, and he's by himself, because my little sister and my stepmom went to Poland, so my dad's by himself for, I think, three months in total, and he's going literally crazy, I can hear it in his voice notes, he's going mental, losing his marbles. And then my little sister, she spent almost a year in lockdown in Cyprus studying online as a 16, 17 year old, like some of the best years of your life. And this is what they've, what is, what we've succumbed to. She was going crazy. So my dad's taking one for the team and looking after the little kittens in Cyprus. I'm sure he could give the kittens away to somebody else to look after for the three months, but maybe they can't find anyone. I'm not sure. But he's taking one for the team so my little sister can feel like she's living a normal life during this age. People are going literally crazy. <laughs> like legit. It's like, and, and so I just have to let it go. I'm not going to go crazy over this. I can't. And giving it so much energy of mine, I can't. I'm going to exist in my life. I'm going to do the best of it. I'm going to prosper. I'm going to flourish. Whilst, you know, there's a few different things I have to do in my life now. And, you know, I, I thought it was going to go away. I was living, I think I was living under this impression of, like, all of this is going to go away and we're going to return back to, you know, this normal that we existed in before, which wasn't the best normal, mind you. It was still pretty shit. But I was like, yeah, okay, we'll go back to this and then blah, blah, blah. It's not going back. It's actually not going back. It's like pre-war and post-war. It's the same. Oops, excuse me. I feel like it's going to be the same sort of a vibe with this. Like, it's just not going away. I mean, in particular, the reason why I was like, oh, this is just going to stay like this for, for a long time. I have two thoughts on this. Let me expand on the other one. And it's not doomsday, y'all. I'll get back to the, the cool shit. One second. Dinner's ready. Just two minutes. Uh, full process. Oh, yeah. Iceland. 90% people vaccinated and they are now putting restrictions back on Iceland because everybody that has just received, uh, just has been infected is vaccinated, 100 people. So, and I laugh because it's hilarious because it's sort of hilarious, hilarious in not a hilarious way, but like the, nothing, the vaccine hasn't changed anything. So this is just going to continue. The restrictions, 90% vaccinated a country and there's still these restrictions that are coming back, like, it's not going to go away. <laughs> or my other th thought process is that people are going to just be like, you know what, we have to return to normal. This is the reality we live with. This virus is going to be around for a long time. So be it. But we have to return. So that's the second option. Or my mom's of the standpoint that there's going to be more and more intense restrictions, like really tight. And then people are going to get really, really, really pissed off. And then they're just, blah, kabam, and they're going to, you know, protest galore, which we're already seeing around the world. And then they're going to have to, the powers that be are going to have to release the reins of thinking that they control us on so many levels of our life and not letting people live because people are literally losing their marbles and they're going to be pushed to the brink. So, I mean, there's lots of different potentials of this situation and who really knows what's going to happen out of it. But kind of going back to what I was saying with that chick on YouTube that I found, she freed herself and became a sovereign being inside internally she took she took control of her emotions and her feelings because she knew that focusing on that 
so much wasn't actually beneficial for her. And so I'm at that stage now. It's like, okay, so be it, whatever. This is the world situation. Exist and thrive within this new landscape. Don't let it dictate you. Don't, don't, because I've been waking up every morning, just one of the first thoughts has been like, sigh, another day. And I was like, fuck this, bro. It's not happening. I have a beautiful man that I love so much that's just cooked me dinner. I live in a beautiful country, which granted, I have the most severe island fever right now and I can't wait to leave <laughs> for a while. But also that's a lesson in itself. I'm sure if I put the time and effort in, I could figure out a way to feel free in Iceland, even though I have island fever. So I'm also catching myself thinking, you complained this whole time about being in this country and not feeling free. You have the opportunity at any point in time to make yourself feel free. So that's down to you, Cyril. You messed up. So it's like thinking of ways of how I could add freedom if, say, I can't go traveling um, because things get weirder or worse, then how am I going to make myself free? And maybe that's, I don't know, getting a surfboard finally, getting a van finally, getting a little adventure car so I can go off and adventure myself. You know, just these things of like, okay. And, and then furthermore, I mean, freedom comes down to you. You have to decide what freedom looks like to you in the restraints that you're you have um so it's it's a big lesson for me right now yeah this topic is a really big lesson for me because my primary number one most important thing that I want in life is to be free I've always craved this chased this done everything in my existence to be free and so to have these things imposed on me has been a shock to the system um and I'm having to learn that it's not the external things that bring freedom. Yes, they're a cherry on the cake, but I have to cultivate that within myself because you can always be free no matter what situation. Even if you're trapped somewhere, you can feel free inside. And that's a big thing I'm learning right now. But also the other reason I want to start this podcast that I'm so excited about, I really hope it happens, is because I also want to get a, a whole range of people that lots of people don't agree with and and have controversial views and I want to talk to them because I love people that are brave enough to be controversial because that means that they've also freed themselves from people's expectations of them. And I just like to learn from lots of a big range of people. I don't intend to pe bring people on that are dangerous, but just controversial, you know, um, not like crazy racist people or, or something like that. Yeah, I just I like to get to know people's minds. But the other reason I want to start this podcast is because um, talk therapy is actually real. And the last, I'd say three, four ish, five, no, two, three, four years, I've more and more progressively gotten better at choking myself. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Muting myself, not speaking my truth. Um, not only because, I mean, 2020 was so intense and so many people came at me and, um, everything was thrown at me. So much hatred, so much, so many labels, so much, really disgusting commentary putting me in, in boxes that I was like whoa I thought you guys knew me I've been online for five years and now you're just turning on me <laughs> brutally and I was like whoa this is intense so but the more that they pushed and the more that they made me out to be a monster the more I believed them and I was like I am a monster so I would shut myself more and it was this vicious cycle where I would stop myself from saying basically anything and I feel like I'm at a I was at a stage where I couldn't say anything but my throat was so it was actually physically in pain I was hurting because I couldn't 
took. And because I wanted to please everybody, I was afraid of the criticism. And I don't know, I just, because I went to such a weird place and, and heavy place, this year it's more like I am who I am. If you don't like what I'm, what I'm saying, like, go away, <laughs> leave me alone. This is still my life, my existence, my throat, my ability to speak, my platform. Just go away. Or if you are someone that can be in my follower list or be in my community and disagree with my points of view, like even more power to you. Like what a freaking legend. I'd love to have you part of my community. Like that's so badass. But also like I, I, I am who I am. If you, if you, like, I'm not going to be afraid of your criticism anymore because I've, I've seen what happens when I shut, shut up about everything and not have any point of view about anything. Like I, I, I was choking myself and that's not the way that I want to live. I would much rather deal with people's criticism of me rather than me doing that torture to myself of holding back anything about myself and becoming so numb and so plain and so boring because I had nothing to say because I was so afraid of criticism. I'm done. I am a free human. And if you don't like it, I'm so okay with that. But I am a free human. I'm responsible for my well-being. And my well-being means speaking my truth, whether you like it or not, whether it's controversial or not. I'm so excited to just release my words and also to stumble and fail because talk therapy, humans are very unique in that we need to speak to someone to understand what we're thinking and in the culture of not being able to express ourselves and our words and our and just exploration of thought discussion is almost limited it is limited discussions are being limited right now because even if you say something it means you're a horrible human being but sometimes humans have to go through a route of expressing something having pushback or discussion or expanding of their viewpoint and then they can say oh oh that's what you mean and then they their mind switches you cannot think you cannot create proper original thoughts by not speaking, we have to speak in order to get to our truth. We just literally have. So talk therapy is a thing. And I'm excited to go on this journey of, you know, I'm going to stumble in front of so many people and I'm going to get judged for saying certain things, but I get to express myself and learn so much more and figure out who I am by going through this process of talking, expressing ideas, discussions. I'm so ready for it. Long form content where I don't have to uh, script myself. Oh yeah, that's another thing I did with my YouTube because it's been five years. I got really good at scripting myself and get, getting rid of the fluff in between. Whereas sometimes the fluff in between is where the gold is. And scripting is like, to me, it's kind of outdated. Like I'm done. I want raw human interaction. Let me see you. Let me feel your heart. And on that note, I'm going to eat some dinner with my man. Oh, I'm going to have some dinner with my man. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Subscribe if you enjoyed this. Um, and, you know, uh, new episodes are released whenever the hell I feel like it. <laughs> so I'll see you on the next one. Bye.